Hello, and welcome to Crafty Hands Club Magazine Podcast. I'm your host, Carice Jefferson. This podcast is for crafters of all ages and walks of life who love connecting with other crafters, making crafts a lifestyle, or ready to turn their crafts into a profitable side business. Tune in weekly for honest conversations and interviews about industry news, trends, lifestyle, and business. Hey, Craft Cuties. Welcome to another episode of Crafty Hands Club Magazine Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about starting an online craft business. And it's a little different from what you've been taught. Um, Traditionally, you're taught to write a business plan, come up with startup capital, build a website, get a license. And it's not to say that those things are not important, but one of the key ingredients that you want to have when you're starting any business, uh, not just a craft business, is to have the mindset because going into business requires a different mindset. It's a difference when you are doing hobby as an enjoyment, you know, in your personal time. And you can pick it up and stop at any given moment. But in the business, it's an ongoing machine. And in this episode, uh, I'm going to talk to you all about that. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Crafty Hands Club Mag. Please use the hashtag CHC podcast when sharing screenshots of the current episode that you're listening to. So over the last decade, there's been an increasing demand in the DIY space because you have more people that have an appreciation for handmade goods and you have people that want to take a break from the technology and do something physical with their own two hands. And during the pandemic, more and more people got into uh, learning a craft or two. And you even had a few celebrities that got into making things with their own two hands, uh, including former First Lady Michelle Obama. She shared that she made scarves along with other items uh, through knitting. And actress Lynn Whitfield on her Instagram account she shared a couple of skirts that she uh, sold. And then actress Mel Street, she's been known for um, doing crocheting. So as you can see, celebs and, you know, regular everyday people are just enjoying making products. And starting a business in the DIY craft space, it's a lot of opportunities in there. Um, you know, product features, whether it's on in magazines, on television shows, in a film. Uh, products can be in swag bags for different award shows and events, or your item could be worn by celebs as well. And over the last couple of years, a lot of businesses got started from, you know, good or bad experiences. You know, people lost jobs and needed to supplement some income and they were able to start a business. Then you had those who 
had a, always had a burning desire to have a business, but never got around to it. And then the time came to where they had a place and a space to do so. And then what started off as a hobby and making items for others, whether it was for a Christmas gift or a birthday present, people told them, hey, you know, you should make a business out of it. But as great as it is to have um, backstories and ideas to start a business, I do want to give a couple of cautions uh, about that. Um, the first caution is it's great that you want to start an online craft business, but make sure you're not starting it from a place of desperation, you know, where you need money or your utilities need to be paid because your decision making will always be about money and you don't want to um, have people to question your ethics and then you don't want to listen to the wrong people you know it's great when people say or suggest that you go into business but make sure that the people who are saying that to you are people that have bought from you and people that are outside of family and friends it's nothing wrong with family and friends encouraging you, but if they are not your target audience, that's not going to do you any good. So here's a couple of benefits of uh, starting an online craft business. Number one, you have additional income stream and you can grow. It can grow into something greater. You know, it can start off as a sole proprietorship and it could grow to, you know, be a corporation. It just depends on how much work you're willing to put into your business and the type of results that you desire. And it's a low startup cost. Now, some people wonder, you know, how much does it cost to start a craft business or can I start an online craft business for free? Well, let me be honest, you cannot start it for free. Uh, you have to put in some type of money to get the business started, but you can start it for under a thousand dollars. And, um, you know, you, you need to, um, have your business entity set up. If you're going to do this as a business, you need to have a business license, even if you are online, you still, you know, need to have a business license. Now, depending upon what state that you live in, the rules are different. So check with your city in terms of business startups to see, you know, what are the requirements for a business license? What are the requirements that you need to set up your business entity? And then, of course, you, you know, you have your social media pages, your website and your email and so on. But back to mindset, the first part of your mindset, you want to assess what areas that you are strong in, what areas that you are not so strong in, what areas that you are weak in. Is it admin? Is it finance? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it operations? Is it technology? Only you know that real answer. If you are not a numbers person, that's not your strong suit. But whatever is your strongest, that's where you put the greatest of your energy. But, you know, when you're starting out, you are going to wear many hats. And you learn 
how to do those other things until it grows to a point to where you can delegate or outsource. And if you have money to outsource early on, that's fine, but make sure that it makes sense for you and your business. Think about how many days and hours a week do you want to spend on your business? Now, be realistic about your time. If you are employed, if you have kids, if you have a spouse, if you have other commitments such as school or what have you, your time and days available are limited. So, you know, don't try to take on too much too soon. And let me address something that's typically said with business. Team no sleep. Now, depletion is never productive. And let me say that again. There's no productivity when you are depleted. Now, there are times where you're going to be in beast mode, do a little bit more than usual, but that is done in short sprouts. That's usually if there's a product launch, if you're running some type of campaign, if there's an event, you know, in other words, something where it's going to take a little bit more of your time, energy, and resources, but that's not every single day. Are you able to make sound decisions? You know, uh, can you make them quickly? Does it take you a long time to make them? Are you scared to make decisions? Because if you make bad decisions all the time, that's going to cost you in business. And you never want to be emotional when you make decisions in your business. The next frame of mindset, what is your money attitude? This one is very important because this is something that's not talked about enough. You really need to know how you feel about money, how you react, how you react towards money when you have to spend it or when you're obtaining money. How do you feel about it? Like, do you think money is evil? Do you feel like it's the end all be all? You need to have that honest conversation around money um, and actually give and no actual amounts and numbers, you know too much, just a little bit, something, almost this. Those are not real numbers. You need to know real numbers and you have to be able to communicate real numbers because if you are scared to talk about money, that's going to play a part in how you interact when it's time to quote your pricing, when it's time to negotiate rates, when it's time to ask for money, all of that is going to play a part. And also your money attitude will impact how you are with vendors, how you are with customers, how you are with potential partners. You know, the goal of money is to make more of what you have. But the mission of money is to get things done faster. That's where outsourcing or hiring employees will come in at. You know, money is a byproduct. It's never the finite. It's just the means to get to something else. How are your spending habits? You know, do you carefully spend? Do you spend on impulse? Or are your purchases calculated? You Only you can know what your money attitude is. Do you prefer to pay for value? Or do you prefer to pay for volume over value? Next thing is, have you tested proof of concept? Not family and friends, and nothing's wrong with family and friends, 
but they're not going to always buy from you. And you cannot sustain a business with only family and friends buying from you. Uh, when you're testing proof of concept, see if there's consistent ordering products. Are your customers referring you to other customers? Are your customers requesting for other products within the realm of what you provide? How do you plan to sell your first 25 units? You know, you want to start here instead of uh, just listing your startup costs and your monthly expenses. There's nothing wrong with knowing, you know, your startup costs and how much you are going to be out of pocket every month. But in order to pay that, you need to have some money coming in. So figure out how you plan to sell your first 25 units. And it has to go beyond, oh, I'll just post it on social media. I'll just post it on the website. Okay, how are you going to find your audience? What are you going to do to attract your audience to buy from you? What are you going to provide for them so that they could get comfortable enough to purchase from you? So it goes a little bit deeper. What avenues are you going to use to sell products, you know? Is it going to be a website? Are you going to list on Etsy? Are you going to list on the marketplace? Are you going to do some demonstrations of your products? Are you, you know, going to do some digital, uh, you know, some uh, classes or some videos? What are you going to do? And then also you want to get a deeper understanding and terms of like, are you able to get along with other people? Because in business, you cannot do it in isolation. You're going to always need some help. You're going to have to talk to other people. You're going to have to connect with other people. And, you know, when you're working on the project, you need to think about who can you get involved that will see your vision through. So those are things that pertains to your mindset when you want to start a craft business. Now, uh, in this episode, you learned that it's more to starting a business than just doing, you know, steps one through four or one through five to get started, but to really, really, really think about it in terms of, you know, developing that business mindset, and then you can go from there. So hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, you can share this on social at Crafty Hands Club Mag using hashtag CHC Podcast. This episode is a wrap. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week.